everybody. What's up? Welcome to episode number 21 of the He Said, She Said podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve, as always, joined by my co-host, Ashley Spivey. Ashley, how are you? Doing great. How are you doing? Good. Um, I'm going to spring something on you here that you have no idea about, but I just want to... Oh, no. No, this isn't anything major. It's just something that I saw, okay. and I need an explanation of it. Um, oh. Not an explanation, just what happened. Um, so recently, okay. you had a... Um, a uh, what's it called? Movie premiere that you went to with something about oh. Bernadette or something. What what was this? <laughs> it's a book, right? Okay. A book made into a movie, and you got invited to it. Yeah. So this book came out, and I think it was 2012, and it's Where'd You Go, Bernadette? And it was made into a movie, and the studio reached out to a bunch of like book bloggers um, or book Instagrammers, fashion bloggers, um, like interior design bloggers, mm. and invited us all to Toronto for a sneak peek of the movie. Is this getting a um, theatrical release or is this an indie film? Like it, in, Theatrical release. It was released this weekend. So okay. I think on the 16th or 17th. Okay. Where, what's the... Is this based on a true story or is this um, fiction? It's fiction. Okay. It's a story about a mother who um, I'd say or, or like a family, but it centers around a mother, Bernadette, and she kind of hates where she lives. Um, she kind of had like a roadblock in her career as an architect um, she had a series of miscarriages, ended up having a daughter who had a bunch of health complications, but she's very close to her daughter. Um, she has a great husband who works in tech, but then kind of like everything falls apart around her. And then she ends up taking a trip to Antarctica. And I know that sounds by herself? very weird. Yeah, by herself. And so the movie really just centers around like the idea of family and the idea of like a mother daughter bond. And it's funny. It's heartwarming. Uh, the book and the movie are both great. The movie leaves out something that's very big and pivotal in the book. So I would suggest reading and watching the movie. Are there actors and actresses that we know in this? Are they know it? Yeah, Kate Blanchett. Oh, okay. Is Bernadette, and then her husband is played by Billy Crudup from Almost Famous. Yes. Um, and then there's an actress from Pretty Little Liars. Um, Kristen Wiig is in the movie, so there's a bunch of uh, big name actors and actresses. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I saw that you did that, and I had no idea. I had never read the book, obviously, and or even heard of it. And then saw that you went to that. That looked pretty cool that you got to. And they just reached out to you because they found out about the Spivey Book Club. They knew. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I had actually never read the book because when it came out, there was a bunch of hype around it. And sometimes I just don't like reading what everyone else is reading because then I think my expectations will be too high. Yeah. So, yeah. But it was great. I loved it. Well, the other thing. I highly recommend seeing it. The other thing that's gone on the last couple weeks week and a half has been the clear the list campaign that you did. Um, and that basically came out of your book club, right? Tell everyone how that started. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
wow, this is like all about me. I'm feeling like <laughs> Well, because nothing happens in my life, so we yeah. might as well go with you. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I, I think what kind of happened is I just think the a couple of weeks in the news have just been awful, whether it's like mass shootings or kind of just even the way like some people were behaving towards people in Bachelor Nation. I know I had had a couple of trolls that really just, I, I just felt like really down in the dumps about a bunch of stuff. And so I decided that for the past year, I've been recommending books to people on Instagram or Twitter and using an Amazon affiliate link when I share these books. And so I make a small percentage of that sales. Like it's nothing. Like if you, if you buy a book from my recommendation, I probably make like 22 cents. Um, and so I've been trying to think about what I wanted to do with that money because I never just wanted to put it in my bank account. I was thinking, you know, is there a charity I could donate it to or something like that? Maybe I could just use it to turn my book club into something more. Um, but after the awful week, I was just like, you know, I really want to give back. And I had read about um, a bunch of different celebrities giving to clear the list. And so I was like, I'm just going to donate all of my Amazon affiliate money to this cause, put it up on Instagram. Um, one of my Insta friends, what Kate finds, um, decided that she was going to give me a little bit more money to make my amount that I was donating an even amount, which would be a thousand dollars. And then other people saw that and they just started donating. And so I kept it going until we hit $10,000. Um, and then even we decided to even put a portion towards donors choose. Um, I didn't want to just use donors choose because I know not every teacher can use that platform. Um, but yeah, hopefully we're helping as many people as we can. And I, I hope everyone listening to this will reach out to any teachers they know and ask them if they need help, because this has been a very eye opening experience to me. Our teachers are not getting the supplies and the help and the resources that they need. And if our teachers aren't getting the resources that they need, then our children aren't getting the resources that they need. And the thing that I noticed once I started seeing you do it and I said, hey, send me a couple was there's so many more teachers. And, you know, it started being I started getting DM'd about it, uh, getting emails about it. And it was just overwhelming to where it's like, yeah. You know, when you get 50 DMs from teachers saying, hey, can you check out my list? It's like, well, yeah, but I can't clear 50 lists. I mean, I don't. That's right. It, there's way many more. There's way many more teachers that need their list cleared than money coming in. So how did you how did you determine who you were going to divvy up the 10,000 to? So what I did in the beginning is we kind of realized early on that this was going to be a way bigger number that we can handle um, I kind of cut it off at the first 300 submissions that we got. Um, we put them all into a spreadsheet and we've kind of been working our way through it, just kind of trying to check just to make sure that they are teachers. Um, you know, if they included a story that really helps in terms of whether or not, you know, we wanted to be able to help them or not. Um, we definitely won't be able to even get through to half of that 300. Um, it looks like right now. So what I've really been trying to do is if people are interested in taking a list 
and sharing it with people, whether it's sharing it with their family and friends, sharing it with their workplace, um, trying to clear a list themselves. Um, that's kind of the way I've been trying to tackle this. Yeah. I mean, I noticed and I put it in my column to anybody who read the column and, you know, still to this day, you can go back on my Twitter feed and just read the mentions and just find a list and look at it. And if you can help out, you know, clear somebody's list because there's way more people that need their list teachers that need their list cleared than, than money that people are. And then, than, than people that are donating. And it's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's tough because I get this a lot. I'll get people that come to me and say, Hey, can you promote this? Or can you retweet this? And it's like, it's tough because you don't want to say no to somebody because then it makes it seem like you don't care about their cause or what's happening with them. However, if right. it's somebody I don't even know, and then I do retweet something, then it becomes later on when somebody wants me to help them out, it's like, well, you retweeted that one person. Why not retweet mine? Then it becomes, it's either you have to do all or you have to do none. And that's, that's right. the problem that I've run into. And then same with lists. I'm like, I, I ended up doing five lists total. I think it was three that you gave me. There was one I found on, on Twitter that just struck a nerve and I did that one. And then there was a friend of mine that's a teacher that I helped out. And it's just like, that was a lot of money that I donated. And yeah, I wish I could do more, but it's like, at what point is enough enough? Just, just helping to do one. Uh, you, you feel like you may, you know, I saw the responses that you would, um, put on your Instagram stories from these teachers that are like, you know, so thankful, you know, so thankful that you did this and somebody was, or somebody else stepped in and donated and cleared their list. I mean, that's really cool that it happened. Um, but it, again, there's still so many teachers out there that don't have their list cleared. So anybody listening to this, uh, if you want to help on that end, not if you're a teacher who has a list because there's plenty of out there, not saying that we don't care, but, Ashley's overflowed with teachers who have lists and we need more donors uh, and you need yeah. more donors. So if you're interested and you just want to help out a teacher, doesn't you have, it's probably someone you don't even know, obviously. Trust me, Ashley's got a bunch of lists of teachers that she would send you in a heartbeat. Um, yes. You contact her. Uh, as for me, they're just all on my mentions. I mean, there's just go on my Twitter feed and go look at when I made my tweet about clearing lists and just go under that look at all the mentions and just click on any of those lists. And if you can help out, you know, help out. Um, but yeah. I think a really easy thing to do as well is to search the has hashtag clear the list. Yeah. And sometimes it'll even have clear the list, New York or clear the year, clear the list, Charlotte or something like that. If you want to find someone who's local to you, because I have gotten a lot of requests where people are like, I'd like to, you know, sponsor someone who lives in my area. Unfortunately, when I'm getting these submissions, I don't always know where their school is yeah. until I really go into the list. So if you do want someone who is in your area, please go ahead and search that hashtag. Well, yeah, I mean, that's it's something that um, has been really cool that you've done. Um, you raised a shit ton of money and that that 10 grand that you made in donations was literally over like two or three days right wasn't it over a weekend yeah 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 um so yeah if you want to donate and you want to help out somebody contact ashley and she will more than be happy to send you a list of somebody uh in need um so uh without any further ado let's get to our caller this week we only got one caller 
and it's a little segue because Ashley just mentioned the city of Charlotte. We've got a caller in Charlotte. Her name is Lori. Um, she's in Charlotte, and she has a real D-bag of a guy that she was recently dating. But uh, you got to hear this one because this one, this guy was pulling off something that we uh, that we saw in a in a in a movie from 2000. What was it? 2012. That movie came out. 2012, 2013. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had to think for a second. What maybe? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we, um, so yeah, that'll be our caller for this week. Lori in Charlotte uh, coming up right now. All right, let's welcome in our first guest. Her name is Lori, and she is in Charlotte, North Carolina. Lori, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Steve? Hi, Ashley. Hi. So, Lori, fill us in. What's your situation? What's going on? Um, I know it isn't really a happy one, but um, fill everyone else in on what's going on. Okay. So, um, I've been dating somebody for about nine months. Um, this past weekend, we took a beach trip to, to the Carolina coast. Um, it was planned for about two weeks. And um, I got back and some crazy things happened. I'll fill you a little bit in on what happened during the trip. And then when we got back, the instances that happened. But um, so first of all, I, you know, through our relationship, he's been working a lot, which probably should have been a red flag. And, but he just, you know, always had an excuse for, oh, I've got to work. Oh, I've got to travel, that sort of thing. And this particular weekend, we're going to the coast and he was going to come to my house to pick me up. And I said, why would you do that? You live very close to what the road we need to take to go to the beach. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's right. So after work, I went to go pick him up. He was frantic. He was running around the house. Um, his dogs weren't there. And usually he has a dog sitter come see, you know, come take care of his dogs when he goes out of town or when, when we have taken a trip. And he said, oh, I couldn't get with the guy that I like. So I, I, I took them to the vet. I kenneled them at the vet. And then um, I asked him, I said, I'm going to leave my backpack, my work backpack here because um, I have my, my work phone and I don't want to take it to the beach with us. And so I set it by the sofa and then I went outside to finish packing and he was bringing his bags out. Um, but that's not where we found it when I, we got back from the trip. Um, we go, the first two days are really great. We're having a great time. We're enjoying each other and enjoying our trip. Saturday things started to go a little strange. He got very withdrawn, very quiet, um, a little short with me at times. Saturday night he started drinking pretty heavily. Like we went to see a reggae show and he just kept getting beers, kept getting beers. And, you know, I had a couple drinks, but I was starting to see him turn a little bit and get a little mouthy a little aggressive he didn't touch me or hurt me in any way but like I could just see his personality start to really take a dark turn and woke up Sunday I mean you know even that night was a little bit more pushy with the intimacy and you know having sex that night than he normally is and it just something seemed off to me and then Sunday he was so quiet and he just withdrawn and we were in the car and for a four hour trip, 
we barely spoke. And I finally brought up a conversation that I've been wanting to have with him. Um, I had told him that I loved him probably about a month ago. And his comment to me at the time was, I really care about you, but I'm just not ready to say it. And I want to say it when I feel it, which I completely saw as valid. And I just was reiterating to him, I know I haven't said it in a couple of weeks, but I still love you. And I know you're still working your feelings out and, you know, just want you to know that, you know, I, I still feel that. And he pats me on the hand and he says, well, we're just still getting to know each other. And we've been dating for almost nine months. So that did not sit well with me. But we're in a car and I'm like, let me just gather my thoughts after this because I really wanted to scream at him. But I was like, no, that's not what I need to be doing right now. We get back to his house. He bolts into the house and I'm like, leaves me in the car. And he always had me park across the street. His comment was, well, this tree, you know, there's stuff that falls out of this tree and birds poop out of this tree. So just I'm just trying to protect your car. So he parks across the street, runs into the house. I need to get my backpack and I have to use the restroom. So I go in the house and he's running around the house and just like frantic. And he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, going to the bathroom, getting my backpack. I went to the restroom. I came out. My backpack wasn't where I left it. I said, where's my backpack? He goes, oh, and he goes into this back room and grabs it. It's like adjacent to his living room. So it's visible from the front door. But like it was kind of on this back table, which was kind of strange to me. So I get it. I get home. I didn't sleep a wink, really, because I was still thinking about that car conversation. Next morning, I get up to go to work. And I can't find my work badge anywhere. I looked all through my backpack. I, you know, I texted him and said, hey, I can't find my work badge. I think it might be at your house because that's the last I remember having is when I left work before we left. Like, can you look for it? And he said, yeah, when I get home, I'll look for it. And that is the last thing I heard from him. I ended up sending him a text that that afternoon just explaining my feelings from that conversation we had and I knew I wouldn't like probably hear from him over the phone and my birthday was in two days and that was the next time I was going to see him and I didn't want to have that conversation like I wanted to have a phone conversation I wanted him to call me this is how I'm feeling I want to hear what your thoughts are and I didn't hear from him on your birthday and well my birthday was Wednesday this was Monday okay yeah. Yeah. So this was this this whole conversation, text conversation was happening or text that I sent him was on Monday. So I get home from work and I get a DM that says, I think, you know, my boyfriend contact, you know, and I'm like, I thought it was a joke at first or like just a just a mistaken identity. And I deleted it. I got another one like five minutes later. They saw that I deleted it. They sent me another message and I immediately called my girlfriend. I was like, what do I do? She's like, well, I can send, I can try to get this girl to follow us on a dummy account if you want. And we can kind of scope and see she knows Will. And I said, okay. But the more I sat there, I'm like, I can't wait. I, I got to find out what this is about. So I answered the message and I said, who is your boyfriend? And she sent back, 
his name and I've already said his name, but yeah, she sent back his name and she said, send a picture of him that I've never seen before. And she said, you need to call me. So the reason why my badge was missing is she found my backpack when she went to water his plants on Saturday. She took it out as evidence when he got home to put it in his face and say, who's this? Oh. So she had my, and she admitted to having my badge. Um, and she was willing to, you know, she was like, not going to keep it from me. She felt bad, but she was like, I'll give it back to you or we'll go get it. She's like, but you know, I just had to have the proof. I had to have that to show him. She didn't just write down your information, like on a piece of paper. <laughs> well, she took a picture of it. Now, so he's known since Saturday that she found it because, uh, because she took a picture and she texted him. And so he's been sitting with this all weekend. Which is why he was withdrawn and acting exactly. weird. Exactly. Why you were still with him so, is when she sent it to him. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. We were at the beach. Actually, okay. we were at the beach. And then, you know, she and I don't know how many texts went back and forth between Saturday and when we got home. But I think she might have mentioned that she might be at the house when we got there. And so that's why he ran into the house was he was scared. He thought she was hiding in the house somewhere. Hmm. And, uh, and Did you notice him texting all weekend or like frantically not texting really. someone or anything? He, he usually does not use his phone around me. He usually okay. has it face down um, or in the car or something, which explains a lot now. Yeah. He's hiding his phone. Um, he was texting a little bit, but um, I was helping a friend of his get tickets to something and he kind of played it like, oh, well, you know, he asked me about this. Is it okay? So I just assumed that that's who he was texting. Mm. Um, so uh, she called me. She said, well, call me. And all my friends are like, no, no. But I, I'm like, I, I just have to get the information. So I, I would do. <laughs> she's like, I'm not a psychopath. I swear to you. She's like, I've been sitting on this since Saturday. She goes, you went to the beach. And I said, how do you know that? She goes, well, she told me about how she found my bag and everything. She confronted him after I left on Sunday. And he basically told her that he and I knew each other from years ago. We dated then, but we just got reacquainted. We've never slept together. And that he was planning on breaking up with me. That this was like the last ditch effort. This trip was like our last ditch effort. And that we were in Atlanta. We met up in Atlanta because he had a business trip in Atlanta. Hence why she was watching his dogs. Oh, yeah. She was watching his dogs. Um, so he flew to Atlanta. That's why we took my car. So my car wasn't in his driveway when she, if she came by. So he had this very, you know, very woven plan for this past weekend. And as I found out for every weekend that he was either with her or with me. So she said, I found the bag on Monday when he was at work. I found the bag that he took to the beach. She said, I found his board shorts with sand in them. I found receipts from different places you guys visited there. And I found a box of condoms. And she said that... She knew that it was more than just us meeting up and a business trip for him. And she wanted answers and he wasn't giving her answers. 
I guess she had texted him and threatened to contact me. And he said, don't you dare. Her birthday's coming up. I plan on breaking up with her, but I didn't want to do it before her birthday. And she, she just was like, no. Um, and Andy got mad at her for the badge and told her that, that that's so unprofessional and that she can get in trouble at work and all this other stuff. Like, he just had an excuse for everything. Okay. All right. So, Hang on a second. Hang on a second. So sure. is he still – so you, him, and her are all in the Charlotte area? Yes. And I'm sure you're going to get to this point, but I'll just ask you. What – Yeah. When you finally spoke to this woman, how long has he been seeing her? Or how long has this That's girl been his girlfriend? A year. He's been with her a year. She was and so the, he was like, me and this girl, you, he was like, they've been together for a year, but he's also saying that he was in the process of breaking up with you? Well, that we had reunited. We hadn't okay. done anything recently. That okay. We were just meeting up this weekend to talk. And, you know, yes, we had, you know, we met up, we didn't have sex, but he was like breaking things completely off with me. He's breaking communication with me this past week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, she came over to get me. I was on the phone with my friend the whole time I was in the car with her. I was shaking at this point. I couldn't breathe. I was just like, she's like, I want to take you to go get your badge. I'm so sorry about that. She goes, if he's there, we won't stop. She goes, but I want you to go get your badge. So we drove over to his house. He wasn't there. She's like, I think he, he fled to his friend's house. Like he's hiding. She's like, he's, he cut off contact with me. I sent him a couple texts. Like I'm talking to Jess. You're a liar. Um, what did I say? I'm trying to remember what I said. Like you're a liar. Like, um, he called me shallow and I had no substance. So I mentioned that. What a dick. And he said he was going to break up with me. So I said, oh, you're going to break up with me. You don't have to. I just, you know, we're done. We're done. So I I did the breaking up, basically. I broke up with myself. Um, I haven't heard from him. I haven't heard from him since he said he was going to look for my badge. He's cut off all contact with me. Um, She has a little bit more invested. So he's still in contact with her, but it's very minimal, apparently. Um, so she comes over, gets me, we go over to his house, get my badge. (laughs) Um, she comes back to my house. She had drank a half bottle of wine at when she was going through the stuff on Monday. So we grab that bottle, we come back, we open it up and start drinking it and literally got our phones out, went through both of our relationships, matching weekends, this weekend, he told me he was here. Was he with you? Yeah, he was here with me. I mean, we just went through. I mean, maybe got a little too in detail about stuff, but I think we needed to do it just to figure out, like, where the lies were. And we think that there might be a third girl. We don't know if she's here in Charlotte or if she's in another city because there are weekends that are not accounted for. Neither one of us were with him. He had to go to Europe for quote unquote work, which now I'm thinking was a lie. I think he met someone else over there because um, the other girlfriend said she found two tickets to Westminster Abbey in his bag. And he he made up some silly, stupid excuse about why there were two tickets and not just one. So we are 
Uh, I, like I said, I'm done pursuing anything with him. I know I'm taking a chance talking about it today, but it's actually kind of cathartic to help me get through this and figure out like my next steps, but I'm done with him. Um, I've actually become, I guess you can say friends, the early stages of friendship with the other girlfriend, just because I lived in Charlotte for a long time. I have a good friend, friend network here, but she apparently just moved months before they met. They met online. I met him through a rec league here that I play on and he used to play on. She met him through a dating site, a dating app. And so she doesn't have a lot of friends here. I got to say, I, I love that y'all are friends and that like you, Do you hear didn't what we're get doing tonight, Ashley. <laughs> We're yes. axe throwing tonight. Oh, hell gonna... yes. Ooh. Oh, bring a picture of him and yes, put it she's in, going like, to. She's going to. <laughs> We're going to see if they'll let us put a picture up and throw it. I know it's childish. I know it's childish. But it's yes. a little cathartic. It's a little cathartic. Um, it, I mean, it, it's just, it's so unbelievable. The the stuff, like, the, the lengths that he went. So she was more of the domestic girlfriend. They used to go out a lot when they first started dating, which was pre-dating me. And when I met him in December, she said, yeah, that stopped. He started to say how he wanted to stay home all the time. So he would keep her at home, sort of. Um, he moved into this house back in March. She helped him set it up. He told me he was getting a personal assistant and she was going to help him unpack because he's so busy with work and all this other stuff. He had a dog walker. The dog walker was this girl. <laughs> like he had a story for everything. And with her, it was always work and he had to work dinner or he had to, he had to work late. And it was always him meeting me like one or two nights during the week for drinks or for dinner. And then Sunday nights were my night and he'd come over and we grill out and then he'd sleep with me and immediately go over to her house and sleep with her. And it's like the gall of this man. <laughs> well, and, and the thing is, we never crossed paths because he kept our lives so separate. And granted, yeah. I feel so gullible now because I wanted to believe him. And the first question I ever asked him when I met him is, do you have a girlfriend? And he chuckled and said no. And now I know what the chuckle meant. I thought the chuckle was he was embarrassed that I was asking him the question. The chuckle was he had a girlfriend and he was like, how do I maneuver this? Yeah. Well, and I asked him if he was sleeping any with anybody before we ever slept with anybody. And he said, no. Well, here's the, so he's here's one of the major it. things I'm taking from this story. And I just think it would be exhausting to cheat the way this guy did. Like why? Yes. Oh, my God. He's, like the, he's aged. He's aged a lot in the past nine months. And actually, the other girlfriend said the same thing. Oh, he lied about his age too. So he told us he was in his early forties, which I am, and she's thirty-eight. He's fifty. She found his passport, and he had some lie he made up to why he lies about his age, which was ridiculous. It's not even worth repeating because it's so. It's I, I. I would have called bullshit on it immediately if had that been me. And I thought he looked older, but I just thought the stress of work is getting to him. Um, no, it was the stress of, of carrying on two lies and trying to keep your lies straight for nine months was probably, he dyed his hair. I'm sure he was going really gray, 
but he he was sociopath. Yes, that is the word that we're using is sociopath now. Um, wow. He has some major, major issues, uh, possibly a sex addict. I don't know. I can't diagnose that. But, like, it's it's insane the lengths that he went to keep these two lives separate. His friends. Now, I know his friends because we play on the same rec league. She met his friends. They've all been lying. I mean, it, his friends were acting so weird the last time I hung out with them, and now I know why. They, so they all knew. Part. They all knew he had you and her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they knew. So they knew. When, when you see her tonight, and I'm, I'm assuming you've spoken to her like you said, where is she at with him? Well, she still has some stuff over at his house. She did go and get some stuff when he was at work during the day. We both stayed home from work on Tuesday, and she called me while she was over there to have someone on the phone with her while she was collecting some stuff, but she couldn't get it all. She's like, I still have stuff over there. He's he shut down his phone. You, she can only reach him by email right now. And what, he he hasn't responded to anything you've done. Has he? Re, has she told no, you anything he that he's responded he to her? He hasn't reached out to me. just her. Yes, sorry. Yeah, yes, that's what I meant. Her. Like just her. But what has he said to her about this whole situation? Other than, oh, you're well, some c- girl from Atlanta, and you know that bullshit lie that he told. What what well, else has he told her? Tuesday, Tuesday night, she still had his dog. She still had his dogs at her house on Tuesday night. So she sent him an email saying, you need to come get your dogs. And, oh, and you owe me. You need to pay me for watching them this weekend. Yeah. And he said, I'll come get them Thursday. And she said, no, you're coming now. One of your dogs is whining incessantly, misses you. You need to come get your dogs. So he got over there. He circled the parking lot for 20 minutes, I think looking for my car. I would have never gone over there in a heartbeat. Just, it just scares me to death gets to her door she opens the door he lifts up his shirt and he's got a gun in the holster and she was and i said did he threaten you did he threaten me and she goes well he didn't say anything he just held it up as if to say if somebody's here i've got a gun and i know he does own guns um like who would be there for him to use a gun either she he thought she had some guy there to protect her and he was going to jump out. He, she said he looked through her closets to see if there was anybody hiding. Like, he's so paranoid right now. He's so paranoid. So she um, she said to him, like, we need to talk about this. Like, what, you know, and he's like, I need some time. He was angry, she said. And he's like, I need some time to think about my words and what I need to say. Yeah, you need to concoct your little story now because your plan got blown up. So she said that she hasn't heard from him as of late and that probably next week she's going to have to go get her stuff. That he said, email me and we'll, t- we'll talk about you getting your stuff. Um, she admitted to me that he has, he has a couple different cars, actually. He's got like 10 cars and some of them are up in Virginia. And her parents have one registered in their name so he can pay lower taxes. And so that there's still a connection there with the car. And I don't know if she has one registered in her name or not. She might. I don't know. So there's there's still like a financial sort of arrangement there. But she swears to me she's not going back to him. But I told her I, like a couple times now I've said, you go back to him, we're done. Like, I don't want any connection to him at all. I'm done with him. She she said she wants closure. I said, I don't need closure. I don't think he's ever going to give me 
any sort of closure, I think he's going to gaslight the both of us. He could also be a serial killer. Like, I'm not trying to, like, no, really write y'all. The gun but this sounds like Ted Bundy. So much. The gun yes. thing scared me. Like, it, yes. it flipped me out. It, it really did. To the point I had friends in the police department, and they're like, well, they, they've urged me to stay away from her. But it's one of those things that we're, we're meeting in public places. So if he right. tried anything, she's not coming to my house. I'm not going to her house. We're meeting in public places. So if he tried something and his job to him is so valuable and if he got arrested, he'd lose his job in a heartbeat. So I seriously doubt he would try something knowing that the cops would get called immediately. But yeah, still, that, that does make me nervous. scaring me. It does make me a little nervous. And like I said to her, I want nothing to do with him. You do what you got to do. But I'm, I'm telling you, he's he's going to just lie his way out of it. So you might as well just, you know, get what you need to get and get out. I agree. I think she should take some cops with her when she goes and gets that stuff. Because yeah. Well, and I couldn't do anything, nor could she, because he didn't verbally threaten either one of us with the gun. He just showed her the gun and she said, I felt like he was saying, I've got it. If anything, if anything goes crazy right now, he told her there was going to be a circus when she told me and that I was going to go crazy. And I mean, I sent him a few texts like we're done, but I never like tried to call him and go off on him or anything. I haven't tried. The only time I went over to his house was to get my badge and that's it. And I don't plan on ever going over there again. Well, and it kind of sounds like you also have, or you've always kind of known that something was up with him. There were always questions. The, the working all the yeah. time. Um, he disappeared for a weekend and I kind of got mad at him and he came over to my house to talk when he got back and he always had some sort of excuse and sweet talking, you know, back to the point where he's like, you know lovey-dovey or not really lovey-dovey but you know like like sweet again and I'm just like okay fine you know so he's, he did that about twice and the second time it was like you do I, I'm like no we're we're done and he's like no 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 I won't do it again I promise you like I'll tell you where I'm going before I'm going like I'm just not used to this I'm used to being independent and on my own you know I was only married he was married prior we think Possibility still married. We don't know because everything else has been a lie. Um, but he's he says he's divorced and um, that, you know, they got divorced because of communication issues. And I, I think they got divorced because he was probably cheating. You need to track down, sure. need to track down the ex-wife so the three of you can go out and share more stories about him. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> but he may be, the, the ex-wife might be the third person yeah. too. We don't know. Did he, when he said he was divorced, how long ago did he get divorced, did he say? Um, it was, when I met him, it was about a year and a half to two years prior. So he, I, I had met him, I had met him years ago. He lived in this area and then moved. And I think what it was, was his, his, at the time he was dating or maybe first married to the wife, she was up north and he was down here and they were living in dual cities and then... He moved back up there probably either to save his marriage or do whatever, and they ended up getting divorced, and he moved back to Charlotte. Yikes. What a horrible story. Yeah. Man. Yeah, but 
It sounds like the movie The Other Women. Or That's, other I'm women. Cameron Diaz. We've already yes. had this discussion, and she's <laughs> Leslie Mann, and this other girl is, we're looking for Brooklyn Decker right now. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was Kate Upton. I mean, we're, I mean, <laughs> was it making Kate? light of it, but it's a terrible, like, it's a movie. It's something out of a Lifetime movie. No yeah. joke. Yeah. And we wanted to, to kind of tell you guys, because I've always listened to your podcast, and always heard these stories and thought, I will never have anything in my life that crazy that I could ever call into a podcast and talk about it. This happened and immediately thought, well, I'm going to message <laughs> Ashley and see if they want to hear about this. Because it, it's not. And I've, uh. I've shed tears. I'm angry. I'm still hurt. I'm numb. I'm still going through all the emotions. I mean, it just happened earlier this week. And I just... I'm just trying to figure out how to, to get by and I'm trying to keep myself busy this weekend. I'm traveling next weekend. I'm just doing everything and I can't, I can't hold it together because it's just insane. It's, it's so insane. And I didn't get a dog for the longest time because he had two and three dogs in a relationship is really tough. Um, I'm in the process of adopting now. Yes. <laughs> adopting Good. a puppy because I just, I need something to love and I don't want to date right now. I, I want to yeah. take it, you know? Yeah. Well, you have to know you're a hundred percent better off without this yes. guy. Absolutely. I know, that. I know my worst. So fast, but yeah. And your dog, you your, dog won't cheat. Your, your dog is not going to cheat on you either. So don't worry about that. Yeah. No. They love you unconditionally. Yeah. I mean, I've had dogs in the past, so yeah, it's, it's, it, you know, and it's, you know, she's, she said that she's gone back on the dating sites and she's just trying to keep busy and go out on dates and just try to, you know, kind of get to know people. And, and you know, I said, good for you. If that's what you need to do. You go do that. I, I'm not there. And I, I never want to go on. I did dating sites when I was younger. Never want to do those again. So I, I'm fine with being single for a while and just, you know, living my life and traveling and getting a puppy and, you know, enjoying that part of things so well i think too i think you have to this is not on you you know no shouldn't take any of this personally no okay yeah no no it's it he's a sociopath yeah and there's no reasoning with a sociopath yeah and you're also way nicer than me because i would blast his name on this podcast to like save other women (laughs) well well the other girlfriend wants to do an instagram page and I just told her, if that's what you want to do, go ahead. He's not on social media. Actually, a friend of mine um, behind my back was trying to Google him. I mean, I tried to Google him early on in our relationship and really found nothing. He had maybe a LinkedIn page, and that was it. And maybe I saw some stuff from his college years or whatever. But my friend has tried doing, like, a deep dive and cannot find him anywhere. Like, okay. he's like a... He's like a ghost. And I was like, maybe that's not his real name. But the other gr- the other girlfriend said she saw his social security card and and his, his passport, which could be a dummy passport. I don't know. But, yeah, she said it is his name. So, Wow. Man, that's, um, like I said, this is not – I'm glad you got through this, and I'm glad you're no longer with him and you're not even entertaining the thought of, of taking him back. Um, like you said, if the other girl no. wants to deal with – the financial aspects looks like she's got to get out a couple things there. But other than that, I mean, it's a hell of a story. Like you said, I, you know, yeah. it's, and I'm sorry it happened to you, but that was, I, I thank you for coming on and at least sharing it with us. Cause I, no, I just I, I wanted some advice about 
this or, you know, just your comments and stuff. Cause you know, I always enjoy listening to you guys. So and I know Steve has a, a different male perspective sometimes than some of my guy friends. <laughs> so I figured I just asked. I, I think, I mean, for me, um, like I said, one of the biggest things that I took out of it was like, I would never be a good cheater because I don't have that time and energy to put into keeping two yeah. different lives up like that. Like I just would, I'm just like, well, my memory isn't with one the of same as it was when I, my, when I was in my twenties and thirties, I couldn't remember the lies I told if I did, you know, yeah. that's why you don't tell lies because you can't, you have to keep up with them and you don't, can't slip up because then you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. I just think, I mean, it, I mean, almost it's almost a congratulations to this guy that he has. He was even able to pull it off. Like, great, dude. But look at where it got mm-hmm. you. It, it got you both women out of your life. And I don't see that. I don't, I don't see what the point was. Like, what was the end? If he didn't get caught, what was the end goal? Just to continue, continue know. this until eternity? Well, I think I think when he found out that the other girlfriend knew about at least knew of me, maybe not who I was to him, but knew of me, his plan was to basically gaslight her into thinking I was minimize whatever we had. He's breaking up with me. That way, if she decided to stay with him, he could still steer the course and get her away from me. And then we could, he could still have these parallel lives. Or if she chose to break up with him, he still had me and could have added another into the mix later, you know? They have, and they- I, I, I thanked her. I thanked her. I said, thank you. No, thank you for telling me because I could have gone down this path not knowing for months more, you know? Yeah, no, that's there, um, there's a name for that in the relationship world. That's called the Jed Wyatt special. That's what it's called. <laughs> where you, where you yes. just completely minimize, you, you completely minimize the girl that you got caught with. and Oh, no, she was yeah. nothing. We just went to the Bahamas together and hey, I sent her love cards. We took a trip. <laughs> we took a trip. Yeah, see? He's, wow. Jed, he's Jed Wyatt. Um, well, and that's why he took me on trips is because she I was the domestic one. Yeah, she was. She she didn't make as much money as I did. I offered to split the trips, and he he's a cheapskate, so he let that happen. I just like wonder what goes through guys like that's head. Like, it, I mean, is he like super hot, or does he no. have like a golden penis? Like, what? No, like, why does no. he think Ashley, he can like treat people like this? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying this because I'm angry or anything like that. He was nothing special. I mean, he was a, I was attracted to him initially, but it was mostly things that he said to me and, you know, conversations we had. He just seemed deep and he seemed like he had a good heart. He was a dog lover. It had, you know, it wasn't that I thought he was drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, he, he was no he was no what's his name, Tyler. He's no Tyler <laughs> So you, um, so you mean and, this guy? And, this guy isn't going to go on to date a supermodel right now. He's not going to be dating any of the Hadid sisters. Yeah, after this? yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, and he was not anything special down below either. So, oh, <laughs> yeah, take that, cheater. Yeah, take that, Will. I mean, and I'm not saying that because I'm mad or anything. It just, you know, it's like it wasn't. It wasn't like it was, you know, that that's what's going to keep me with him or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're out uh, of it. This this is this was a very entertaining story. I'm glad you got out of it. Definitely d- don't enter into it. I think it's good that you're going to get a dog and going to get out of the dating scene for a little bit. That's cool. Um yeah. I think you'll be fine doing that. 
Um, but again, thank you so much, Lori, for for sharing your story with us oh, no, and with everyone. Thank you guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for listening. No, no appreciate problem. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Bye. 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 Well, that was Lori. Thank you to her for that. Um, a couple things here. She mentioned the movie The Other Women, and I know it was Leslie Mann. And I know it was uh, the three women were Leslie Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz, and she said Brooklyn Decker. I'm almost positive it was Kate Upton. It was. Yes. Okay. Just wanted to be right on that. Point for you. Because I saw that. I remember I saw that movie in the theater. I thought it was funny. I, I enjoyed that movie. It was a great movie. I love that movie. Who was the guy that was playing all of them? I've already forgot. Jamie Lannister from uh, what's that show everyone loves? Game of Thrones. Well, what's the act? I, I'm, who played Jamie Lannister? I don't know his <laughs> real name. <laughs> <laughs> It was, uh, uh, all right, now I got to look it up. Hold on. The other, it's the other women. Was that the name of it? The other women? The other woman. Oh, the, the other, other woman? No, the other, the other wo- woman. The other woman. Yeah, the other woman with, um, okay, here it is. Yes, it was Kate Upton, the other woman. Here it is. And it was the guy in question. Well, I, oh. Jamie Lannister. Well, Don Johnson was in this. Yeah. Don, he was Cameron Diaz's dad. Oh, he played the dad. Um, I don't know. Taylor Kinney? Is that who Jamie Lannister is? No, Taylor Kinney is from, that used to date Lady Gaga. Okay, then I don't think Jamie Lannister, because I'm looking at the cast list for the other woman, and the main oh. names are Cameron Diaz, Leslie Mann, Oh, is it this guy? Nikolai Coster Waldau? That sounds like somebody that would be in Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Yep, you're right. I'm sure. Yep. Yeah, that's him. Okay, I missed that name. Um, But yeah, Nicki Minaj was in that movie? Olivia Culpo? Yeah, she was Cameron Diaz's agent. I don't remember it. God, this was five years ago and I never forgot. I just remember the basic premise. Um, Okay, so that is covered. Here's something that she brought up that I thought I, I, I think could be a poll question this this week. Um, okay. When she said she did a deep dive and her friend did a deep dive and they couldn't find it, are you a little suspect of when you if you Google somebody and you literally find nothing and people that don't have any social media? Like I get some people don't need to have a Facebook, a Twitter, and an Instagram, but honestly, if somebody has none of it. And you Google their name, and there's just nothing that pops up about them. I find that weird. Like, yeah. really weird. And that should be like your first red flag. Yeah, I yeah, that is bizarre. Now, granted, this guy was fifty, so maybe it is a little bit more common for somebody that's fifty. But that might be the social media aspect of. I was gonna say my Instagram mom has an Instagram and a Facebook and Facebook, Facebook. I think if you just Google somebody's name, there should be something that comes up about them. A hundred percent. Yeah, I'm just obviously. I, I think I'm just looking at it because with the new Bachelor season coming up and Bachelorette season, when we find out cast members, it's just so easy to find stuff because these are all 22 to 27 year old people that are all over 
social media. And so it's just easy to find something. So when right. I do come across somebody that has nothing, I think that's weird. I think it's really weird. It is weird. And it's a huge red flag to me. Um, okay. Let that be a lesson to everyone. Yeah, you need you need your shit out there. You need your stuff on online. Um, but I get that people that don't want to do Instagram and social media, but you would think by somebody's name, it, something would pop up about their job or, uh, you know, a LinkedIn profile or something. Uh, but yeah, that was, yeah. Um, that was an interesting, I, I really don't get the time and effort it would take somebody to carry on two relationships like that. And like you said, like what, what was his ultimate end goal here? At some point he was going to have to dump one of them. If he never got caught, was he just going to keep this going on forever? Like, what was it? What was his plan here? Why even do it? What's the point? Other than to have sex with multiple women, which I'm guessing has played a major role in why he did it. But I, really, for that long, like after a while, aren't you just like, all right, I, I need to choose one or whatever? I just, right. I, I don't get it. I don't. That's a, that's my whole thing. Like, I just don't know what like goes through someone like that's head, especially when you do it for so long. Like nine months of that. Yeah, it could be an ego thing. It could just be like I, I'm I'm currently getting away with it, so I might as well just continue it. And the fact that his friends all like if he kept it from his friends, that'd be one thing. But the fact that he involved his friends makes me now think that it was an ego thing. Like, hey guys, and he probably told them all the stories. Like, hey, I was with her Sunday night, and then I came home and I had the other one. Like, that's my guess. Um, because all his friends were lying. I for also. Him. Well, I also feel like, and we've had this discussion before where we talk about, like, how friends should have known, like, even, like, Jed's friends, which I've said before, like, someone had to have known this was going on, and someone should have alerted everyone. You know what I mean? Because, like, even if that's your good friend, at some point you're like, wow, this is really going to blow up, and it's not going to be good. So I feel like if you have a friend that is doing this shitty stuff, Either, like, talk to them where they're not doing it or help the situation out in a little way. <laughs> well, there's plenty, of, there's plenty of Bachelorette fans that thought Jed's family all knew when they went on that hometown date. And they were just like, uh, yeah, maybe. They definitely they, knew. They had, they had to have an idea. They, they knew. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that's why they acted the way they did. Like, ooh, wh- oh, you're serious about this girl? Oh, interesting. Because... Right before you left, you were serious I about somebody else. I think that was going to affect his career. Like, yeah. this is going to be bad. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, who knows what Jed's going to do with his career? I mean, I'm sure he's going to stay in music, and I just don't think anything is taking off in his... Like, I, I, I think it's... I don't know. We've had musicians on this show before, and obviously, if someone's a musician and goes on The Bachelor Bachelorette, you know, obviously there's an ulterior motive behind it to be like, yeah, I get my name out there and more people know who I am. But is Jed Wyatt going to be headlining the Grand Old Opera anytime soon? No. Even if he stayed Death with Hannah. Not. Even if he stayed with Hannah and, and they ended the show as a happy couple and, the, and there was no Haley situation. Like, I get that people want to use this to increase their brand, but... What exactly is Jed going to do in the music career because he was Jed from The Bachelorette? I just, I don't think it's going to add right. much, you know? Like, we, we've all seen how that worked out for James Taylor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, who was the first, the original one was Wes on Jillian's season. Like, and Wes is 
you know, Wes is still a musician, but the guy's never been a major headliner. And Wes was on the podcast a couple months ago, and we talked about it. And he's just still gigging on the side and doing what he was doing 10 years ago. Like, it doesn't really do much for you. Although, yeah. a, lo- although a lot of just that... Go also American just American Idol! Yeah, also, a lot of that might have to do with the talent aspect of it. Because from what we saw from Jed, he's not a very talented singer to begin with. Um, neither yeah. And neither is... Not a great dancer. <laughs> um. And neither is, you know, like James Taylor, same thing. I mean, they're just not they're, – they're a dime a dozen in Nashville. They'll be playing They'll be playing Thursday and Friday nights at – what's that bar that everyone keeps saying? Winter, winter, there's a bar called Winners, and I guess there's a bar called Losers in Nashville. That's where they uh, – stuff like that. Like, hey, here's our 930 act on Thursday night, Jed Wyatt. Go watch him. And there's, you know, 50, I've, 50 people that show up. I've – I've always wanted to say this, but just because you can play the guitar does not mean that you should. And it does not mean that you should add your singing to it. (laughs) And I feel like that happens with a lot of guys. And in 2020, I really hope we just let this go. (laughs) Just give it up. Yeah. It ain't going to happen. You just know. I mean... I'm sure when next Bachelorette season rolls around, we'll get another musician coming on the show, and we'll immediately make fun of them. Ugh. Like it's 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 their formula. Do we now. not have a country singer. Like, why don't we get like like a rock and roll type of guy, or like a heavy metal person, or even a, <laughs> I don't know, like, or even just a pop band guy? Like, hey, I'm in a pop. I'm a, I'm the lead yeah. singer in a pop band. It's always country singers. Yeah, always. And I mean. Look, I, I think, Weird. I mean, from what Jed did, it's almost like if you are a country singer on a future season of The Bachelorette, you are screwed because you are going to get the label of he's another Jed. No matter how good of a guy you are and how, like, you are going to get that label of, oh, God, oh God we got another Jed on the show. Here's a country singer. Like, you're almost, you're almost yeah. behind the eight ball if you go on the show again as a country singer. You're screwed. No one's going to really take you ruined it for all the future country singers. I know. Way to go, Jed. Um, so anyway, that was uh, that was Lori. Thanks for thanks to Lori for coming on. That's um, that's going to be our only phone call uh, this episode. Even though I said at the beginning, let's get to our first call. Um, it went long enough to where uh, that's going to be our first only phone call of the of the show. So this was episode uh, twenty one. Thank you all for tuning in. Really appreciate it, and uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks uh, with episode number 22. So for Ashley, I'm Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Say goodbye, Ashley. Goodbye. Talk to you later. See you next week, or in a couple weeks, whatever. See ya. He's telling me no. He's dragging me down. He's leading me on and stringing